0: This week on Work Upgraded, I'm talking about the dangers of substituting innovation for strategy and how we can use innovation as part of our business strategy. The past couple of weeks, I've been reading Good Strategy, Bad Strategy by Richard Rumelt. It is certainly a strategy management thinking classic, I guess. And it's been on my reading list for a really, really long time. Now, it's definitely one of those books where as you read it, you might start to notice that you've seen or heard these concepts elsewhere before, um, just because they're so true. And this work was sort of a seminal piece in setting out the theory of strategy in business. But one of the realizations that look, I don't know if it happened because of reading the book or if reading the book has just kind of helped it to crystallize in my mind. But yeah, one of the realizations that I've had while reading this book is that I think a lot of businesses really struggle to implement sort of Richard's definition of good strategy. And instead, they're putting bad strategy in place, which is uh, Richard explains in the book, bad strategy isn't what strategy that doesn't work or that doesn't have the right types of outcomes or doesn't make the company money, but it's rather goals and objectives and management fluff that are put forward as strategy when they're really not that strategic and they actually don't provide any information to the business about the types of actions they should take and how to coordinate all of those actions together to make a measurable impact on the outcome the company is trying to change. Now, I'm not gonna sort of regurgitate everything that Richard's shared in his book on the podcast. I would definitely recommend it's one to read, even if you only read sort of the first half. Um, I think there is a lot to take away from that book. But what I realized is that I think businesses tend to use innovation as a bit of a substitute for strategy. And by that, I mean a press towards innovation as a substitute for strategy. So they look at their business and they realize realize things aren't working as effectively, or they are losing market share to competition, or customers are moving away from their product. And they think the only way to recover from that position is to be innovative. And by that, I mean, come up with some unique application of technology or knowledge uh, to solve a problem that in a way that hasn't been done before. And by doing this, you know, they will become the new novel thing. They can capture the early market and be a first mover on implementing that technology. However, I think the reality is that a lot of business problems can be solved without needing any true innovation. By true innovation, I mean that completely novel and new application of technology um, or knowledge. Sure, they maybe need more creative ways of using their resources and coordinating their actions. But in reality, this isn't actually innovation, but they're using innovation as a response to a lack of the type of good strategy that Richard talks about in his book. So again, not gonna cover everything from the book, but I will just summarize what Richard calls the kernel of a good strategy. And that involves having a good diagnosis of the situation you're in. So understanding your context, understanding what is going on and applying some level of thought to think about what forces are at play in that circumstance. Once you have this diagnosis, you can then develop what Richard calls a guiding policy so this is an overarching policy or principle that addresses the situation as you've diagnosed it and provides like guardrails that enable you to choose actions and coordinate those actions and that's the third part of uh, richard's strategic kernel and that is coordinating actions now Because companies are so quick to turn to innovation or just trying to generate something new when they start to feel this level of underperformance, I think it tends to drive this behavior of trying lots of different things. And I know I talk about that on the podcast a lot, actually. If you wanna innovate, if you wanna find a new creative way of solving a problem, you've got to use experimentation. And experimentation involves trying things until you find something that works and I certainly believe there's a place for experimentation in strategy but you need to experiment in a strategic way hence strategy and so rather than using innovation as a blanket solution to underperformance you need to include innovation in your strategy if it makes sense as one of your coordinating actions so instead of saying, you know, we're losing market share, um, competitors are getting more clicks than us, um, all of our users are dropping off after X months on our app or whatever the problem might be, and then saying we need to come up with some brand new feature, we need to run a design sprint, we need to do something cool and interesting to get a burst of engagement, it's much more useful to take a step back and spend some time actually diagnosing what is driving this trend that you're seeing. You can definitely get consultants on board to help with this. You can spend a lot of time doing fancy analysis around it. Um, We have more than enough data at our fingertips to do that. But I really think the key here is actually coming up with a diagnosis and picking the one that you're going to base your strategy on. So we live in a pretty complex world with lots of competing factors. And when trying to analyze the cause of a trend we're seeing, we could probably go down a lot of paths. But I think the key to being strategic is picking one of those paths where you feel your organization has the right resources and skills to apply leverage to that path or to that diagnosis and actually change the situation. So that's then where the guiding policy comes in. So once you've diagnosed and made a decision about which diagnosis you're gonna use as the basis for your strategy, you can then come up with a guiding policy. And yeah, this is where innovation may be a solution. So if you discover, uh, looking at the users of your app, that they are not actually getting their needs met by the things that your app does, that's where you might need to apply some innovation as a policy Um, to come up with new features and new ways of responding to your customers' needs. And then if you have selected innovation as your policy, then you can look into a coordinated set of actions that support that. So you might set up a research team. You might um, set aside some funding to spend on what is ultimately a very expensive exercise in innovation. However, you don't have to choose innovation as your guiding policy. There are other options. Now, I love innovation. I love looking for creative new ways to apply technology or knowledge to to make things better and solve problems. Um, But I don't think it always needs to be this kind of radical brand new um, application of technology that nobody's ever thought of before. I think the, the real smarts in business comes from being able to coordinate actions and the technology that you have access to is one of those actions in such a way as you can respond to what is going on in your business context to actually make an impact on the outcomes that matter for your business. Thanks for joining us this week on Work Upgraded. You can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at Wizard Innovation Labs. And you can find us on Twitter at Wizard Team Labs. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode, whether you agree, whether you disagree. So look us up and keep upgrading work.